Sure, we had a play called. Uh, we lined up for it. We didn't love the way they were lined up. So it's kind of, you know, as you go and it's a critical situation. Obviously, you need your timeouts. As you, we still need yards to get a field goal. So there's conversation. We all kind of came to the conclusion it was the most important down. If we didn't all believe in it, let's call timeout and get the right one called. Um, kind of looking at a short yardage menu, it was suggested that that the run we ended up choosing was suggested. You know, Phil immediately said yes, and, and we just let it ride. And the players, the second you saw it to the players, the players, whatever we would have called, I think they would execute in that moment. So you, so you, you were down with that play, even, uh, yep. and and the attraction of it. How how big of it was the fact that you had never put that thing on tape? Nobody had sure. ever. Well, we, we we had we were very confident in how they were lined up. They were in a base six one front, which is something they'd done across the season. So it was specifically put in to attack that front. Um, and we, we like the idea that it sold the sneak and the push element that everybody that's kind of been so common. Uh, you know, Trevor obviously converted a sneak in a two point play earlier. So um, all signs kind of just felt to that's something we believed in. You know, for it to make it on the call sheet, we believe in it. Um, and then we've kind of, as we've gone in the last month or so, every time we put a play in, we all kind of say, you know, are you comfortable if this is for the season? And if we're throwing it to that guy, or, you know, sometimes that makes a determination of a lot of things that make the call sheet just because. As the stakes get higher, we want to make sure we have the right people doing the right thing. Have you ever seen a play work that well? A big play like work that well? I mean, look, you would have been fine with one yard, right? Yeah. You get 25 out of it. One time when I was in Philly, we played in the Super Bowl, and it was fourth and one, and Doug called like a trick play throwback to the quarterback. That was cool. That worked well. So. A lot of the players have been referencing uh, the Kansas City game and saying they left a lot on the table. Just when you look at that tape, what do you see? Yeah, I mean, that was the biggest thought was, you know, we missed a lot of opportunities. Obviously, they're a very good team. you got to take advantage of everything. You know, we stole a little momentum early with the onside kick. And then, uh, you know, the second or third play of the game, I believe we dropped an opportunity at a 40-yard ball, puts us in the red zone. Um, so really, we stole a possession with the onside and then didn't do anything with it. Ended up punting it. I think we punted it in the end zone. So we didn't, we didn't gain anything out of that. Uh, there were several other opportunities where we had opportunities to make plays, didn't make plays. Um, you know, whatever that may be, we had some issues just dealing with the noise going on the road. And I think looking back early on, I think we all thought we were a good team. We, we were comfortable with what we put on tape. We, you know, we had that in our minds that we, we were this good team, but we hadn't really accomplished anything at that point. And, you know, now we still haven't really accomplished anything, but we've, we've won games. We've, you know, seen that success at the end of the game that, uh, I think kind of gets everybody to buy in a little more. Each time that, that happens, you just buy in a little bit more. So I think now there's this, this true belief that, you know, whatever the stakes are, it doesn't matter. If we get an opportunity to, to play in a game, we have an opportunity to win, and we're excited about that. Doug said Chris Jones is maybe the best interior lineman you guys have faced this year. What makes him so you know, special and dangerous? Yeah, I mean, he, he's huge, first of all. When it, that was one of the things. When you play in Kansas City, the, the, their player parking lot is the same. You walk out the same tunnel to go to our bus, and so we were all walking along this guy at the end of the game, and it's like, golly, this guy's huge. And he is. He's a monster. They play him everywhere. So he'll play shade, he'll play three, he'll play defensive end. He can get matched up on anybody he wants. Um, he's strong, he's powerful, he's quick. You know, he just kind of has what great players have. He has a knack for making a big play when it's needed and really turning it on if you give him a one-on-one -on -one opportunity. So, um, yeah, he definitely has our respect. And then playing in Kansas City before earlier this year, I know playoffs will probably be a different atmosphere, but does that give the offense, like, any kind of experience or help them out at all with the crowd noise? Yeah, I, I think having been there, having been in that locker room, having dealt with the crowd noise, having prepared for the crowd noise already, um, you know, it was cold the last time we went out there, so I don't think that's going to surprise anybody. Um, so anytime you have that experience to lean on, we've now played in 
two games essentially that were win or go home. Um, so every time you do that, I think it just adds a sense of calmness to the guys, and that's what we're looking forward to. Cast has changed a little bit. It has. Uh, talk about the snow. <laughs> yeah. Did it change your mindset at all? Um, prepare for that in Florida. Yeah, no, it's tough to prepare for in Florida, obviously, which is okay. I'm, I'm fine with that. Uh, yeah, it's certainly something we talk about. Anytime you're going to play in the elements with your guys, you address it. We talk about it. We do whatever we can to emphasize ball security. Um, and really, that's just going through our techniques and fundamentals. And then within the game, you kind of assess how the surface is, how guys are holding up with maybe things you want to do. Um, one of the, I know one time we talked about the weather in here, and we talked about if there's actually weather falling from the sky, sometimes that will change even your thoughts on some of the ball handling things you have in your game plan. Just because the ball gets wet, or there's rain coming down, your gloves get wet, different things. So it's kind of assessing what the field is like, the conditions are like within the game of if you're going to feature some things or not. You're from that part of the world. It's not the same kind of snow as they get in Buffalo. Right. No, no. Marino always used to say, if it's snowing, I'm throwing. Is it easier to throw in snow? <laughs> um, I don't know. I, I think, again, it comes down to what it feels like, what the ball feels like. If, there's, if it's slick ball, it's obviously hard. Um, if there's just heavy snowflakes and you got grip on your fingers, you know, now they've got the hand warmers, they've got all the stuff inside the hand warmers, that, you know, the towel that gives you uh, a little bit of moisture on your hands. I think, I think guys have kind of adjusted um, as things have gone on, learned all the little tricks of the trades, and you know, guys wear the scuba suits, all that type of stuff to stay warm. So I think guys kind of have a feel for how they want to manage it now. This team seems to be really close. Um, how rare is that to happen in the first year as everyone's together? Um, yeah, that's a good question. I don't, I don't know necessarily how that plays out, but I, you know, I think it's just we brought in the right people, whether that was the coaching staff or the additions and free agency and the draft. We kept the right people. You know, there were times that you got to let some people go that are good players, but just don't fit what we're trying to build and. And you hope that you make those decisions and it works out where you've got the right type of chemistry, the right type of character for these guys to come together when it matters most. And, you know, this season has kind of forged the relationships um, that you're seeing now of we've gone through hard times. We've done it together. We've prepared together. We've spread the wealth. This guy's had a big game. That guy's had a big game. That guy's had a bad game. You know, they've kind of gone through so much together. Um, we lost close games. We've won close games. We've blown leads. We've come back for, you know. All that stuff, I think, forges the identity of a team that you hope right now, you know, kind of brings together what you're seeing and everybody's together believing in each other, supporting one another and doing everything we can to win. How important is that for the team to be that close? How important has that been over the past several weeks with the wins? It's been huge because nobody looks around. I mean, you know, Trevor's response, Trevor, at the end of the day, threw four interceptions in the first half. There's not one person that looks at him and thinks he blew this game for us. Everybody believes in him. Everybody understands their part in all those issues that we had, whether that coaching staff, offensive line, receivers, whatever that may be. There's, it doesn't matter. That's kind of what we've come down to is our guys don't really care. You know, as long as we have a possession, we have an opportunity to win the game, that's all they're focused on. They're not focused on who did this, who did that, where we're at. Everybody believes that if we have enough possessions, to score, we'll be fine. We'll, we'll have that opportunity. We get a chance to win the game. That's all we care. Or we care about. Chris, going back to the T formation, fourth down play. Where did that, where's that come from? Who did you borrow that from? So I, I believe. So Phil, Phil usually kind of spearheads our run game, uh, game planning. So Phil and then you know Todd Washington, Rich Angulo, those guys kind of um, have their hand in all that. We'll we'll take an idea from anybody. So I believe that was a play that they'd seen Penn State run. A couple times, I think in the Rose Bowl, maybe Penn State ran that. Um, 
but yeah, we will we will take an idea from anybody anywhere if it's going to get us a first down, regardless of when that is. And then again, you you take whatever you see, um, and then you, you got to mesh it into what we do with our personnel and play into some of the things we've done in the past. We're not just going to steal an idea and run it without having any investigation in it. You know, every play is too valuable for that. So, uh, but general ideas and things like that we bounce around all the time. We ran a play uh, with Agnew at Houston. It didn't work. But we ran a play with Agnew at Houston that we stole. Phil and I had texted each other from some Twitter conversation. It was a Bo Jackson run. And we were like, this is really cool. Let's try it. And we tried it with Agnew. It didn't work like it did Bo Jackson doing it. But we'll take an idea from anybody and try it and kind of turn it into something that we already have or something our guys know well. And, you know, that's one of the things that you get an opportunity to do. Uh, you get a chance to be creative. Sometimes the players send us ideas, things like that, and you get a chance to kind of all come together and build this thing together. And then how quickly do you realize in practice that it's, that it's going to work or that it can't, it has the ability to work? Yeah, um, so our short yardage stuff we do on what we consider a Thursday, which is today, a Wednesday, the, your second practice day of the week. That's when we get into our short yardage third down. So um, you'll put a play in, you'll start working it. You know, sometimes it's specific to that defense. So whether we call the play or not, it may go away because you don't see that defense again. Or it may be something we like, and there's we see similar defenses across the, the throughout the season that we continue to play. But we were making jokes because we've got we've got plays named after opponents and stuff like that that we've never we had a play called Commander or something that was Week One that we've never run all year, and we put it on 15 game plans. We just don't get it called for whatever reason. So. Stuff like that kind of takes on a life of its own throughout the season. And one last one. Do you, when you run it in practice for the first time, the defense has no idea? Well, we, we practice it typically against our scout defense. So okay. we tell them how to line up. We, we say this is, yeah, we want in the look that we expect or we see on tape. So, you know, a lot of times we'll say this is from, uh, they played the Chargers, play 75, whatever it is. And it's a same situation, same people. This is what we anticipate. So that's kind of how it goes.